0: I'm excited to be with you today. This is one of the reasons women are not in tech. This is a huge reason. Here's the thing, you think it should be perfect. You think you should be right and that it should be easy. And I know you think that because I think that too. And I have to remind myself all the time. And if some of you are out there thinking of starting a business, you're not going to find a better cheerleader than me. That is actually the first concept of your techie is that i wanted to help women start businesses and they were and i really had to have help from caitlin and ellie they're like they want jobs they don't want to start businesses they want jobs here's what amy's quote says not moving forward because you are stuck is an excuse that can take many forms and hold you back the way to get past this is taking imperfect action even when it is messy and uncomfortable i preach this all the time I know from experience that people coming into the group, they're always like, what do I need to do or have before I'm ready to apply for a job? And the answer is, it depends on the job. And the other answer is that the job, your dream job doesn't have to be your first job. And the other answer is, you have to do the work. And so that's what we're going to really talk about today is doing the work and taking messy, uncomfortable action. And I'm going to talk very specifically about tech, of what you have to do in tech and i'm gonna actually like kind of call out some behavior to set, tell you what i'm seeing what isn't working so that's kind of the quote that inspired this all in tech if you really want to get into tech or you want to level up and you're like how do i do this how do i do it? i don't know I, how, and you talk about it and you meet people the answer is you do the work and if you're like i don't even know what work to do you have to take the first step you have to actually put something out there you have to try and you're going to fail. Like, it's not like, well, if you don't get it immediately, let me put to you this way. If you are not failing, if you're like just sailing through, I recommend you level up and try something harder. Because part of what we do in tech, and like when developers are sitting at their computer actually like typing on a daily basis, they don't just know the code to write. If it was that easy, we would just program a computer to do it. They have to spend time, like, how do I do this and how does this work and figure it out. That is the process. Like, that was my entire college experience. Was like, okay, we're gonna diagram it out, and they would call it pseudocode, and we we diagram out the sentences. Pseudocode is like half words, half code. You're just kind of saying like, this will be a function. Here's what the inputs of the function will be. This, the outputs of the function will be that. Okay, how do we make that work? And that is part of the process of diagramming that out and thinking it through and then putting it into development. And then guess what the best way to develop is? You put a breakpoint in or some type of debugging tool and you look and see what the value is throughout the code. That's how you do it. You essentially run your code and see where it breaks. That's literally, failure is literally how you get better at development. It's insane. And I have reached that point where Anytime I try to like allow someone else to define what I am and what I do, I actually like take action against it just to prove that I can. But they don't get to define what my business is and someone else doesn't get to define how techie you are. I want to tell you um, kind of the step-by-step on how to do this. Okay, so... I wanna just, I wanna paint the picture about what it really means to take action. So I know a local venture capitalist, okay? In fact, that's a different story, but I went to his house one time and it was like the scariest meeting of my life, but then it made every other meeting after that super easy. And then I've just had a, I mean, it's not like we're best friends. I'm not overselling it. I just know him, okay? And I know one of the strategies that he has. And if you don't know what a venture capitalist is, they invest in startups and small businesses in new businesses and they invest they give you money and then they get a portion of the business and then you have like typically five to seven years to scale that business now you have to you can't like take five years to make a profit you have to scale it to a certain amount and then they sell off that business now here's what they do because startups many of them fail they have a portfolio so that really only two or three need to like hit it out of the park and then the other ones can fail and that's and they do so lots of startups fail so i know a local venture capitalist now the cool thing about him is that he mentored this is super interesting story actually so i met him before he was a venture capitalist he mentored uh but he was an entrepreneur and he mentored other entrepreneurs specifically at our local college at nc state which is local here i'm a tar Heels fan but if you're a state fan that's okay Um, and he mentored them with, like, he didn't make any money on that, and then he kind of started investing a little bit. But here's the strategy that he used way back before he was even in venture capital, but he was able to use that strategy, and that, that he, like, basically tested it, saw it was effective, and then knew he could do venture capital, and he's been very successful. So that's one of the things, like, that I'm teaching in the coaching program is that, How you apply matters. There's strategy around how you apply to a job. And you apply that strategy, it's not so much about getting that specific job. It's that if you apply that strategy again and again, you'll get your dream job. And so that's the way that it kind of is the same thing. It's like a repeated model. And the way he does it is he gives homework. And you might be like, well, I'm, like, I'm not in school. I don't need homework. But um, and I don't know about you, but, like, my kids do a lot of homework. And I'm always like, oh, do we have to do homework? Oh, those spelling tests. I don't know. Do your kids have spelling tests on Friday? Um, so he gives them homework. He basically is like, hey, it's nice to meet you. What's your business? Cool. And he's like, so, yeah. I, like, he won't talk to them a second time if they don't execute. He's like, here's what I think you should do. When you do that, and it depends on what the homework is, it usually has a lot to do with um, like this, the uh, structuring of deals that are beneficial to the the startup. So it gives them kind of a better cash position. So here's what I would say to you. You know, people want to come to me, they want to talk to me, and they're like, "Hey, where do I get started? Okay, what what's the next step? Here's here's what I want to say to your homework for your homework not into to me to anyone in the group. If you want to get started, put something out there. So in other words, build your portfolio. A portfolio and you're like, "Build a portfolio." I don't even know what. Build one asset, one thing of your portfolio. So look at and I've done this this strategy before. Look at five job postings that are interesting to you, whether that's digital marketing, whether that's social media manager, whether that's UX designer, whether that's front-end developer or scrum master. You're going to look at five job postings, compare and contrast them, look, add the skills, the ones that are the most, you see the most, you put towards the top. If they tie, you put the ones that you like more, higher, and then you prioritize the list. And then you start with the first skill. Do the first skill and then get feedback on it. So in UX design, we might create a survey and send that out. We might do a competitive analysis, and then, and when I say send it out, get it, get feedback from, and you're like, from who? Well, if you're building your network. Hey, I did this. It's so much more interesting of a conversation to ask someone for feedback than to be like, hey, what do I do? You set, and if you, let's say you did something, let's say you did a competitive analysis for user experience, and you take it to a UX designer, and they're like. I don't do any of this. This is irrelevant. Why'd you do this? Maybe you feel rejected, but what do you now know? You now know that like, hey, their job doesn't involve that. Now I want you to be careful because, you know, UX designers, it really, really depends on the type of product and what you're doing. And, um, We do competitive analysis when we don't have, uh, especially when we're working on a new product and we don't have anything to compare. So if you're already working on an existing product, you're not doing that. And also sometimes that's in marketing. You need to think, you need to learn, you don't just tell, do whatever, oh, they said it, so I do it. But you ask two or three people and you'll start to understand, oh, okay, maybe this skill is better applied to nonprofit. Maybe this skill is better applied to Fortune 500. Maybe this skill is better applied in academia. Now. You now have a choice, okay? Do you, do you move on to the next task? Do you uh, build – like, which one makes the most sense if you're like, oh, it's Fortune 500? Like, if you really want a job with Cisco, then stop worrying about what uh, NC State is telling you to do. You have to – you're planning for that type of thing. And what if you – but you don't get the job with Cisco, but you get the job with IBM. okay. So, it's more about like general fit and trying to build the skills for that. And, but you really need to practice the skills. But here's the part that I I see happening so much I hear women asking general questions and then they get general answers. So, let me give you like the specific question, and it's always best to write it down. Here's the question. I'm gonna say it slowly, so maybe you don't have to. I'll say it twice, so maybe you don't have to rewatch, but you can always rewind. What is the next thing you need to learn in your journey to move forward? Okay. What is the next thing you need to learn in your journey to move forward? So just write that down. Okay. That's a good specific question. I wanna give you one more question that is so, so important. Please, will you try to answer it, please? I know for me, it's been hard for me to answer, but it really is an important part. Okay, what will you do to overcome the first obstacle that you encounter? Again, what will you do to overcome the first obstacle that you encounter? And this goes back to what I said before. You will come up against a problem. It doesn't mean you're not intelligent. It doesn't mean you're not techie, it doesn't mean this job isn't a good fit. It means you've hit an obstacle, now how do you overcome it? So what I want you to do, and I'm going to help you answer that question, because if you think that's a vague question, I'm not going to help you answer the first one. The first one is you need to know, you need to do that job strategy and look. If you're a UX designer, create a persona, do some user research. There are a couple different ways that you can go for that, okay? But for the second question, I'm going to help you. But I want you to keep, ideally on your computer, like a nice file of here are six things I can do when I come across an obstacle. And I want you to be really specific. So my answers are going to be a little general, and I want you to be more specific. So in the coaching program, I have people, like, list out the sources they will use, and I have them keep a huge source document, but then pick the top four to five that they think are going to be really um, important and when you sit when if you're thinking like what's a source Ellen it's anything it can be a person it can be a uh, YouTube video it can be a blog it can be a website it can be a course lots of things so let me give you solutions of a few things it might be a Facebook group that works specifically in those questions so of course you are a techie I don't see enough questions being asked here you should ask a specific question you are more than welcome to ask a question about being a scrum master about being a front end designer like hey i'm working on this code can i have help now are we going to we're probably not going to be the best reference for like can can you strategize the code for us but you might say like hey i'm working on this specific i'm working on the view library of javascript does anyone have experience in that and then you go to that person and ask for that um, and then you can maybe work with them and i've met women who are like totally willing to, uh, to help people for no money and just, just help them because it's just a mentor-mentee relationship and they're willing to do that and someone help them. And I'm going to endorse another group right now, but uh, Women in Web Development. It's a Facebook group. It's literally called Women in Web Development. People ask questions in there all the time. They do a great job. Um, so go ahead and check them out if you're in web development. Hey, techies. I just want to take a minute to tell you about Spiffy On Demand Car Care. With four very active kids and my husband and I both running our own businesses, we are always looking for ways to 86 items from the to-do list. That's why I love Spiffy. They come right to my house. They'll go right to your house or office too. They'll get your car in tip-top shape, whether that's an oil change, a car wash, or car detailing. I know you've got those mashed up pretzels in the minivan. And Spiffy loves our mission of helping moms get into tech. That's why they're offering are Techie podcast listeners a great deal. You'll get $20 off your oil change and $30 off any car detailing or car wash services by entering the promo code Techie at checkout. How awesome is that? No more going to the local oil change store while the technician wastes your time with upsells. I seriously hate that. Just go to GetSpiffy.com, schedule your appointment, and enter the promo code Techie, T E -E 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 C H Y at checkout. So I want you to list out maybe two or three groups, whether that's a Facebook group, it could be a LinkedIn professional organization. And then I want you to and then I want you to list out a couple of blogs that you read. I really think Medium is becoming one of the best sources for curated information. And yes, I do blog on Medium, but I mean it's it's there, there are millions of bloggers on there. You can really get very nitty-gritty specific, so maybe pick two or three people who address the specific topic, now this is key, that you are working on right now. That first skill would keep the, the specific groups and solutions that are good for the topic that you, that specific skill that you are learning. Okay, and then there's YouTube. Huge, huge resources in YouTube. Um, but the key is if you get stuck that you have multiple places to go. Because if you get stuck and you go to YouTube and you can't find the answer, you're still stuck and you go to YouTube and you can't find the answer and you're working in a specific software and you're trying to find how to set up the environment, you go to their support and you can't find it, you can't find it. It's important that you have different strategies, because what we tend to do is sit at our computer and then think, well, if I just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Maybe you guys never do this. Definitely my strategy for many years. Keep doing it. No, you have to have, that's why I want it in a document. If you have, hey, I've got these six places, and they're different, that I can go, then I want you to add a comment to that Google Doc. I love my Google Docs, or, or Word has this feature as well, and you write a comment, hey, I got this question answered at this place, and you'll start to see trends. It's not that it's bad or good. It's And some sources are not as great, but if you have high quality sources, sometimes certain sources are better for different types of questions and for different types of learners. So that's really what I want you to be looking at when we're talking about, so in case you're, in case I'm gonna kind of wrap it up here and tie it in with, um, failure and rejection, is that you aren't going to get better if you don't actually do the work. You have to put the time in to do the work. And once you do, once you start putting things down on paper, putting things in your computer and seeing the output and then being brave enough to ask for help, that is when you will start to see the progress. So, in development, in in programming, when we when we learn our first uh, when we write our first program in whatever language. So, I've done a bunch of different languages. So, I've done this. This is always the first one. It doesn't matter what the language is. It's kind of like a um, I don't know trademark of the industry that that they have this. And so, if you've never been a programmer, you might not know. If you've done any programming, you've done this one. And it's the Hello World program, which essentially says, like, I can output information to a screen. Hello, world. And it's the first lowest barrier to say, hey, I can get this working. Now, I'll, sometimes that's hard because setting up a, a development environment is actually pretty hard. So, But if you can do that, they want you to have a quick win. Like, okay, I'm set up. Let me do this. So Hello World is the first program. All right? But if you do that, You've gotten, you've gotten to the first step and what happens is, so let's say you do Hello World and now you're gonna write your, your next program where it's gonna have an actual function and you don't exactly know what to do, don't go out and say, what should I do? Do it and then talk about a specific error and I can promise you that in all the forums and all the, if you wanna be involved in like forums and development, it's that they're talking about a specific issue. Same thing with UX design, like, hey, here's a form. What do you like about this form? What do you not like about this form? Should this call to action be here? Should it be over here? People in these UX groups, which even the ones that are not as great, someone will post it and just look for feedback. Hey, I did this, what do you guys think? Now, that's not my favorite that's not my favorite form of feedback, but you can say, hey, does this call to action jump out at you? Shoo, and then people will give you other feedback anyway. But you don't have to take all that. But sometimes that feels like failure and rejection but what i'm trying my point here is that you have to do the work and experience that and if you aren't experiencing failure and rejection you're really not moving forward in your tech career you're kind of just like oh whatever and if you so if you're doing your job at work and it's like really easy for you you're not moving forward And I'm not saying it has to be super painful. I'm saying you have to come up against obstacles that need solutions. And you can do that without getting stressed out, without being upset at all. If you do the right mindset work, if you just really work on not allowing negative thoughts of I'm not good, why can't I figure this out, if you just, like, notice that you have that thought and then just decide that you won't be thinking that about yourself anymore, you can really move forward and – you can like accomplish any obstacle at all it really doesn't matter um so that's why sometimes people don't they don't jive with me if i'm like there. they'll say well i can't do this because of this x y and z well my kid has this constraint well there's always a way to overcome that there's always a, a challenge that you have and it's just a matter of trying something and then iterating on it so Wrapping this up, you aren't going to have a beautiful portfolio on the first draft. It probably won't be that good. But you have to be willing to do it and then get feedback on it. And sure, start with people who are feel safer to you, but the best feedback is gonna be like from the professionals who might be harsher. And so if you like if you pour your heart and soul into it and then you get feedback, instead of feeling rejected, think, Oh my gosh. I'm at this totally different level because once you put an essential portfolio together and then you're just making updates, it's infinitely easier to update, to tweak, to adjust. It's way easier to do that than pulling something together. So pull it together once and then you will only have to update it from then on. So, what I'm going to ask you to do, and I'm going to let me just reiterate that quote by Amy Porterfield not moving forward because you are stuck is an excuse that can take many forms and hold you back the way to get past this is taking imperfect action even when it is messy and uncomfortable if you can kind of get yourself to do that there's no stopping you and i don't understand like a lot of you are like i just want to get into tech i don't need to do i don't need to be too much i don't need you do. You need to be so much. You need to be a CTO. You need to be a manager in tech. You do. And you deserve it. And you can. The point, the, the, the starting point is just doing one thing. So my call to action to you this week is, and it's not easy. It's not easy. But I would love to hear about it. I want you to go back, okay, to something. You know what it is. To something you were working on. And you kind of put it aside, or you kind of, you know, just paused on it. I want you to go back to that one thing. I want you to try a different strategy using the one where you list out all those obstacles. I want you to try different strategies until you take one more step forward. So let's say you had a program and it wasn't working. I want you to go back to that and figure that out. And not just figure it out by doing the same things. Figure it out by doing different strategies, reaching out to different people. Um, UX design, did you get an asset done for your portfolio? Did you finish your portfolio? Do you need to do – don't read. That doesn't count. Actually do. Create. Put something together. So that is my challenge to you. I would love to hear how it's going. Will you please tell me? And when you're frustrated, just yell at me. Don't take it out on yourself. That's what I do with Jillian Michaels in the morning. I'm like I hate you you are awful Jillian and then I put my jeans on and I'm like yes I'm so glad I did it I'm so glad she pushed me I'm totally gonna push you on this because I and I am doing this with you I am seeking more rejection in my life okay so I'll keep reporting on what I'm doing you keep reporting on what you're doing. and let us know and keep us posted because you're going to have celebrations and we want to hear about it and you're going to have challenges and we want to pick you up. So just let us know how it's going. I hope you enjoyed failure and rejection. Thanks for being here. Bye-bye. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies training and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at uartechy.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.